Welcome to Pivot Point of View. This is Becky Pearson, and the goal of this podcast is to bring you health and wellness tips for you and the horse you rode in on. Hey, everybody. It's Becky Pearson, and I'm back today, and I'm joined with my daughters, Emma and Gracie. Say hey. Hi. Hello. So we wanted to do a podcast today that was a little more fun. I've been focusing mostly on medical stuff because that is the other hat that I wear is a physical therapy owner and physical therapy clinic owner. And um, so I've been talking with a lot of doctors and getting information out about um, basically joint pain, um, foot pain. So if you have some interest in some of those topics or you're having pain, um, go back and see some previous episodes. But Um, The other thing that we love to do is physical therapy on horses, and we love to ride our horses and um, barrel race. So yesterday we went to Phillipsburg, Kansas, and it was a beautiful facility. Uh, The Phillipsburg Rodeo Committee put on a 40 barrel race there uh, because they had to cancel their their rodeo due to COVID, and um, what a great job that they did, don't you guys think? Yeah, yeah it was a really was good race. Nice. Yeah, the the ground was wonderful. Um, Deb Christie and her crew do a great job, very organized. Um, so that was a lot of fun. And um, so one of the things we wanted to talk today about was our pre-race routine. And um, so yesterday morning, it started out very early. Um, for me, uh, yesterday, Chris, my husband, went to Wheatland, Wyoming for a steer open. And so he got up about 4, 4.30-ish. Um, and I heard him get up, so I and I couldn't get back to sleep. So I got up. And most mornings, I start my morning by getting my coffee and then um, doing my stretches and my exercise routine, which includes core strengthening, And if you guys have any interest in that, please uh, message me and I'd be happy to help you come up with some things to um, keep your core strong, which helps you stay in good balance with your horse when you're riding. Um, So I got up and did that. And and then I heard this clicking out in the living room, which was uh, Chris using our MagnaWave machine, which is a PEMF machine on his hand. So uh, what we found with that machine, it's been really good using it on us people because we can give people an idea what their horse is gonna feel. And um, with him, he has a lot of arthritis in his hand because he is a uh, general, or he is a carpenter, general contractor, he's in construction. So he has swung a hammer his whole life and um, his hand gets very stiff and um, we're sure that there's probably some arthritis in there. And the the MagnaWave does really help his hand. He he notices that if he does uh, treatment in the morning, by midday his hand is feeling really loose and really pretty good. So anyways, um, so we'll dive a little bit deeper into that uh, here shortly. Um, and yesterday, what was your guys' uh, routine before we went out of the house? Woke up and ate my Pop-Tart. <laughs> How about yours, Gracie? 
I'll go up and eat my Pop-Tart. Yeah, so that's the Breakfast of Champions. Uh, but, uh, so, well, we'll get to the champion part later here. So, um, anyways, so then we got out about the time it got daylight, uh, got out to the horses, and we got them in and gave them their feed and their ulcer pre preventative types of um, medicines or, or additives, if you'd say, um, to their morning routine. Um, so earlier in the week, uh, we had done a lot of our therapies on our horses already. And so, Gracie, do you want to talk about what you had done for your mare? Uh, yeah. So, um, I was going to sell her and ride her, but then when I was brushing, I realized that she was really sore. So, she got a spa day. And so, what we did was we did the MagnaWave or the P-E-M-S machine. And so, we have the big butterfly loops, so I did one loop on her butt and one loop on her back and you know it kind of worked on her hawk points and then after that was done we did both of her hawks for 10 minutes each. Yeah I think you did 10 I minutes. I think 10 minutes, minutes each mm -hmm. because I set the timer and then I just forgot forgot to switch <laughs> it so she got 10 minutes on each and then we did her front knees too and 10 minutes on each too I think yep. maybe five. I don't know. I think I you did 10, 10 on each. I think 10 yep. minutes mm -hmm. on each. And, mm -hmm. yeah, she worked phenomenal. So yeah, yeah. Gracie was our big winner, winner, chicken dinner yesterday. Um, she, We had some pretty tough competition there. Um, there were Prairie Circuit girls that had made it to Prairie Circuit finals that were there. And um, so uh, Gracie won the 2D yesterday which was really cool because she won a beautiful buckle from Shea Michelle um, Buckles and a pile of money and <laughs> it was it was a fun day. And then got second in the youth. Yeah. Um, when I went up there, they just kept handing me stuff. I was just expect. I just thought it was just going to get a check. But no, they're like, here's this and here's this and here's this. And then I we took our dog Noodle to the barrel race. And so I had to take a picture and he photobombed the picture. So, but it's okay. He's a yeah. pretty nice dog. He is a pretty nice dog. He's a, a Labradoodle. And um, yesterday was his first barrel race that he went to and he did so well. Um, he He's a good traveler. And he was very polite, and um, he well-behaved, and so we had to get him a little socialized. So, um, so yeah, so the the routine that you did this week was a good combination for your mare. So yes. that was, and then also y'all, um, also she really does better if you do Product X in her grain too. It's a product from Animal Element, and uh, I think it it works wonders on uh, horses who like still need a little extra fire but they don't need quite yeah like. yeah so our friend michelle stoby introduced us to animal element supplements and um one of them that she was talking about was this product x and it does build a fire in one that um you're wanting to get a little more go out of and so it's a great product um all of their products are really good products mm -hmm. um roni gets detox 
um, from Animal Element. And then she gets product X just like on like the day before race day yeah, and then the day, the day of. of. Yeah. Um, we don't keep her on it all the time. Um, no. Oh, she'd be a fire-breathing fire dragon if we did that. Yeah. So when you do keep them on it all the time, they do have a little more go in your everyday riding yeah, too. So. <laughs> Definitely. So, um, Emma, do you want to talk about your um, pre, the week leading up to the race, and then you want to talk about your race? Sure. So, uh, the week leading up, I rode her just out in the pasture like I normally do. I think I worked her once and made a run once, uh, magnawaved her whole body twice which is ironic because mm -hmm. her name is twice. <laughs> um, then, so she does have hawk soreness and those have always been her sore spots uh, along with ulcers. So she's, mm -hmm. uh, she's a hotter mare, hotter bred mare. Um, let's see here. Yeah, and so um, when we bought her, we knew that there was an issue in her left hawk and um, she has a little more swelling in that hawk and and um but she still is working great and and we knew it was something that we could maintain and you know a lot of horses out there when you buy them if they're working good i mean obviously go get a vet check on them but they're you've seen this post probably from a lot of the real um competitive, competitive professional you know trevor brazil um i know kelly kaminsky had one on it that you know, a lot of your really good horses probably wouldn't pass a vet check. So, um, and it isn't that the vet tells you whether they pass or fail. They just tell you what they find on x-rays and on their examination. And you just have to decide if it's going to be maintenance that you want to maintain, maintain yeah, to deal with. And so um, how much maintenance is it going to take? And, and so you get so you have everything in front of you to make that decision on a price. And well, every barrel horse has maintenance. It's whether you want to maintain it or not. The four and five D horses have maintenance. That's just right. whether you want to maintain it or not. Yep. And we, as we all know, there's so many little things that can add to the clock. And so, um, you know, we are in the school of thought that the better they feel, the better they're going to work and and run and, and stop the clock quicker. So, um, so anyways, we, so we knew this mare had an issue, um, when we bought her and she was running to the right barrel first when we got her. And, um, we just decided, you know, just watching her, she just looked more uncomfortable. She was always a little more nervous before she ran and knowing what we knew about her x-rays on that left hawk, we decided to switch her this winter mm -hmm. and um, take her to the left. And, and you can tell she's just more... She's more comfortable. She's more relaxed even just in everyday riding. Yeah. Um, I've started working her on poles more and she's more taken more to that than when mm -hmm. I worked her on poles. Yeah, and we switched year. her on the si switched on the side. She runs so down the left side. side of the, or excuse me, yeah, the left, left side, side of the poles. Even, and mm -hmm. your first turn would be the right pole, not the left. Yep. So. Yep. So she just um, Emma's gaining confidence in her going to the left, yep. um, and so let's talk about your run. <laughs> <laughs> so yesterday I had a pretty nice run. Um, 
I had a good first and second, got a little deep on third, but she can make it up pretty well. And of that, when I'm running home, I just hear stop, stop. And I'm like, and so I quit kicking and I just let her breeze on through and they go, we didn't get the time. Yeah. So and she was first out on the drag and they said the arena was set, but, um, the, the normal announcer had just ran. And so, um, somebody had stepped in to help him and, you know, it really wasn't anybody's fault. It, mm -mm. it, it happens. Just, yeah. And um, so they did ask her if she wanted to rerun. So, um, so I did. So she did at the end. And and then I had a good first and second again. Mm -hmm. um, and going out of the third, my reins popped up and kind of went on her head. Yeah. So she could They didn't completely flip over, but they were just like right on top of it. So... My, I think it's when I coming out and she pushed off, my reins went swinging to the other side and, um. Yeah, because Emma was trying to give her her head but, so she wasn't pulling up on the reins and yeah, it kind of. And so I go into third and I think I'm pulling to my pocket like I'm supposed to and I just have nothing to pull. <laughs> <laughs> and so we bowed out, of course, and. Yeah, so she was long, and, and it was disheartening, but it, was. it you know, that, that's... There is nothing you can do nothing about Nothing you it. can do. It was out of our control, and um, so, yeah, that was, that was, that was disappointing, but um, the, the first run was a nice run, and so we got to look at the positive on that, yeah. and... Yesterday, so the week leading up to um, my horses, or with my horses, um, so we have, I ride two six-year-olds right now, um, and... Uh, soon to be one. Soon to be one, because Gracie wants to take over one of them, and, um, and so the, the one that she's going to take over, um, I had felt like he wasn't really getting down and using his hind end like he could or should and so about a week and a half ago we had taken him um to the vet and had some flexions done on him because i was wondering if his hocks were sore and they were and so um we had him injected so i wanted to run him again to see how how that felt and he he worked pretty good um he is a real watchy horse and it was super windy yesterday which he the wind evidently just blows his out. mind yeah because and we live in nebraska and the wind blows a lot so it's really kind of ironic that that scares and annoying. him and annoying yes <laughs> but and there were flags um or like a like the streamer yeah, yeah the dodge uh ram flags and oh my gosh you'd have thought they were going to kill him but um so but he did go out and i tell you what he can be a pain in the butt out everywhere else but when you you do have to exhibition him because he does watch a little bit on his first time through but he he made a nice run his turns were good he probably didn't set and use his butt quite as much as i wanted him to on first barrel but his was, second and third were really the nice the first barrel was for you guys was pretty hard there was a lot of space behind it uh yeah so and the other thing was there was this weird fence and it almost looked like there was no fence Mm -hmm. on by the barrel 
it was just stance, it looked like. Yeah, so it yeah. was a little difficult. Yeah. A lot of horses ran past a, first barrel. There was a lot of horses mm-hmm. that went to the to the fence, fence, basically. Yeah. Not that they were like running up the fence, but they just got by Quiet first barrel. Yeah. Along, yeah. So. And so, um, and we've been treating him for ulcers. He was super, um, super ulcery. So very grumpy, grumpy when we saddle him, cinch him up. We've been working on getting the right saddle fit for him. Um, but, and he's, he's getting better with that. We've mm-hmm. gave him some calcium, magnesium. He's allergic to omeprazole. So he's it, allergic he, to everything. Yes. Wheat so and corn. yes, wheat and corn. He can't have that. So, I mean, it's just a, quite a ritual with him. It's a, a science experiment down in the barn doing his, or a lab. It's like a science lab mixing up his feed. So, um, anyways, he is progressing though. And he, I think he'll make a really nice horse for Gracie because, um, his style is real similar to her roan mare. So, um, and she already rides him in poles or runs him in poles and, and I just kind of keep on him and, and keep him working. And, and, um, so we'll probably slowly hand over the reins to Miss Gracie, um, to well, do the tuning. Yes. Too, yes. So, well, she doesn't like, mom does not like to slowly hand over the reins. So sometimes we just have to steal them. Yeah. They steal them a lot. So, Hey, I don't, you actually stole one from me. Emma's the one that steals all of them. <laughs> okay. So we'll talk about Let's the one that I stole about. from you. Um, so about a year ago, we found, a, well, we, we'd been watching him a for ago. a long time, um, and we call him Big, and we got him. he's big. He is big. He's uh, about 17 hands tall. He's huge, and he's six years old, and um, so we bought him thinking uh, it would be the step-up horse for Gracie from her mighty maverick pony, <laughs> and... Um, I was getting it, and as soon as I was just about to get it, you got him. Yeah, well, so he he's a super fast horse, and he just kept getting stronger and stronger. He's and still because he's still growing. Yeah, and he he's very race bred, and um, so anyways, he yesterday our run. I've been trying to. He's more of a free runner, and so that's a little more challenging for me to ride. Um, and uh, so I've been trying to just let him pick his pace in there and sit down early and give a couple checks and say, whoa. And we were hauling butt in there yesterday. When I watched my video, I'm like, ooh, I didn't realize that was going that fast. But we did get by first barrel quite a bit. But he did fire hard. And it's easy to go fast and not realize it on that horse yeah. because he has such a big stride. Yep. And uh, it takes him a little longer to to get in. Yeah, exactly. So, um, his second and third barrels were pretty good. And actually both of my horses, they only clocked about a 10th off of each other. Mm-hmm. And, um, so we were like middle of the 3d and, um, and it was okay. I mean, I, I felt like all of our horses worked well, um, yesterday. And so and with twice, I just think there's nothing we can do about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so um, but some so, of the stuff that we had done... Should we talk about Clem? We can talk about Clem. So, we have five barrel and pole horses right now. And um, we left uh, my darling Clementine at home yesterday. Um, 
she had been, um, Emma had said, well, mom, she kind of acts like she's wanting to curl hop. And sometimes she was kind of like that before, but, and so it's I didn't think. just her personality also. Yeah, she has huge personality. Um, <laughs> and so I didn't think a whole lot of it because that was sometimes just her, but um, we all are going to go to Salina, Utah on the end of, or at the end of June and um, go to the Extreme Millions. And I qualified for that on My Darling Clementine. And so I wanted to run her. And that is a horse that Emma had stole from me. <laughs> and so I... Um, well, should we talk about why I stole her? Well, hold on. Okay. <laughs> so, so I had said to Emma um, earlier this week that I wanted to get back on her so that I had some time to get with her before Utah. And... Um, I agreed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Reluctantly. She reluctantly, reluctantly agreed. Um, but so Emma had taken her over um, because she was needing a different pole horse. Mm -hmm. um, and I had been, Jenna Garwood had started uh, Clem on poles and then I had progressed her while I was riding her and and um and i had then i worked her a few times just to see how she felt and she's pretty cool pole horse she is a yeah. pretty cool pole yeah. horse so um emma will still use her for poles we've got uh two more days of high school rodeo a regular season <laughs> which <laughs> will be coming up we canceled the rest of the season due to coronavirus, of course. Yeah, and um, not in the top 30 in the standings, no. but if you have a good a good two last days of the regular season, you might might get in there. But um, And then state finals are in about three weeks, yeah. two weeks. Um, so anyways, um, so we found out that Clem was sore, yeah. and I... I realized once I got on her how sore she was I mean she just when you'd lope her to the right she just was way more uncomfortable just um not as smooth um and so we did have her checked out by the vet um and um her hocks were super sore so we had been doing some treatments on her with the MagnaWave and the soft tissue work which helped she was more comfortable, but, um, again, and she was still working, which was, but it's like her. She's, she's has, she's in there with a lot of heart and grit. Yeah. And she, she will try no matter what. Yeah. Unless you're in deep sand. Yeah. <laughs> she does not like it. She doesn't like deep sand. Yeah. And she's a big mare and we think cause it's hauling her butt around. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't want to do that. So, um, so we did go ahead and do hawk injections on her. Um, so she's, she stayed home to get rested up from that. But, um, so some of the other modalities, so we talked a little bit about the PEMF and I wanted to just dive in a little bit deeper about what that is. Um, so if any of you listening, um, are horse people, you've probably heard of MagnaWave or PEMF and basically it's an electrical current that passes through, um, a coil and it, it, creates a magnetic field and an electrical field. And so um, it stimulates the like cellular metabolism. So it flushes out all of the cellular garbage, the stagnant 
um, waste or byproducts that are in the cells that lead to soreness. And so it flushes that out and allows for new um, blood flow and healing to come to those tissues. And so it's really, really good for um, decreasing inflammation. And the research has actually shown that it is better for um, arthritis and um, it has shown good fracture healing on uh, horses. And I think I had looked up a study on uh, mice that they had done. And if you guys wanna see my uh, summary of the um, what the research shows, that is in a blog that I wrote about PEMF on my um, website at pivotpointequine.com. And um, so basically I summarize, you know, I wanted to know what is the research really showing about it. And it also shows that it is really good for chronic pain and fibromyalgia. So um, we know that the research stands behind this modality and we do use it a lot. It's great because um, we have trained the girls on how to use it. So they do a lot of those treatments as well. So um, it, it's been a really good addition to our uh, Pivot Point Equine Rehab program. So, and the other uh, modality that we have uh, that we use a lot on the horses is a laser. Um, I have a multi-radiance Activet laser. And basically it's light. Uh, it has a red light and a blue light and it triggers a chemical change in the cells. So if you think, well, it's just light, it's not gonna do anything, um, what does light do to your skin when you're out in the sunshine? Burn it. It burns it, it tans it. And so, um, so light can actually be very powerful modality, and the research does also stand behind that. Um, and so the things that I've seen the laser help a lot with are is wound healing, um, so like chronic wounds, I've used it on um, human patients that uh, had been dealing with wounds for months that weren't healing, and I was able to get it to heal up in a couple weeks. So that was really pretty cool to see. And then also swelling, like I had a lady come in that had um, chronic lymphedema, which is swelling of her lower leg. And we did measurements before we did the laser treatment, and then we did the laser treatment and measurements afterwards. And she had very similar reduction in swelling to what she had when we would just do manual lymph drainage, which is basically massaging the swelling out of there. So that was also really fun to, to see as well. So, um, so those are two things that we use. We also have an ultrasound machine and an electrical stimulation machine too that we use. So. Um, so just a few different, uh, tricks that we have in, in our bag of tricks to use. And then I do body work on horses and the girls have been instructed or they know how to stretch their horses. I don't know that they do it very often. I but... do at least once a week. Good. Good. How about you, Gracie? Never. <laughs> no, you don't like to pick up her feet. And if I got her, oh, who knows what she do. <laughs> She is a big And Gracie's not a very big person, so um, so yeah, that's probably something we need to work. I need to work on with you. So, um, so the other part of this we can talk about is uh, mentally our mental prep for um, what we were doing yesterday. Do you guys want to talk about what you did to mentally prepare? Well. Uh, 
Yeah. Well, mom normally make comes back with us like a normal <laughs> rodeo mom, mm-hmm. and she makes us say our game plan. Yep. So and we so, have them verbally go through what they're gonna do, and so that's my way of making them have a mental rehearsal mm-hmm. and. Um, And then we know that we can't think about, okay, I'm going to really hustle them in there. I'm going to sit down at this point. You know, in your run, you cannot be thinking all of those things. You have to rely on your muscle memory. And so... And your training. And your training. You have to trust your training. And so um, I really have them focus on one thing that they want to accomplish out there. And so... Um, Gracie, what was your one thing that you were thinking about when you ran through the gate with Roni? Uh, check. Yes. So if she checks, sits down, um, somewhere between the timeline and first barrel and then gives one little bump and then gives it back to her, Roni rates that first barrel like perfect every time, doesn't she? Yeah. And, um, and then after that, it's just hustle and stay out of her way, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. the thing, and, and so, um, never mind, I forgot. <laughs> so, Emma, what was your one thing uh, that you were thinking about? Hustle. Hustle, yeah. Hustle. So, Gracie's a very aggressive rider. We usually don't have to tell her to hustle. <laughs> um, Emma is a real quiet rider, and so we do have to get her kind of amped up a little bit and have her um, hustle a yes, little bit more. I so. rode a free runner for a very long time, so yeah, which was a good it fit. It was a good if, fit, but it it's been really fun to watch Emma as she gets on horses that are a little more naturally rady, <laughs> that are a little easier, and she doesn't have to think so much. Her I, confidence yes. level has really that yeah, horse is very higher. difficult yeah. to run. Yep. So, and then my one thing on uh, my rady six year old patch was um, just hustling him, keeping him, keeping forward motion on him. That was my big thing on him. And then on the free runner, it was really sitting my butt down to help him prepare for the turn to get the get the rate for the turn. So, and that. He didn't really get the rate for well, that turn, <laughs> but I was sending him in there too hard. So, well, for a, you just got a stride by first mm-hmm. and second. I would say your third was pretty good, mm-hmm. but yeah. your first and second, and on big, that's a big stride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. So all in all, it was a great day yesterday. I feel like um, you know when you go to the arena, it is. Um, Basically, it's just a test of what you've been doing all week for for your training and your care of your horses. And it doesn't mean if you didn't do well that, you know, you're a bad person. It doesn't mean if you did do well that you're the best person in the whole world. It just tells you whether or not you're on track with what you're doing. And so um, I feel like we're on track. I, you know, that we'll make some adjustments and, um, hopefully we'll get some time next time. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully the timers will work. And, yeah. um, so it's always, we, we're striving for progress and, um, you know, pr- perfection is what we want, but we we're going for some progress. So I think progress was made for sure. So, 
Well, thank you for joining us today. You guys have oh, anything else you want to add? Now I remember. Okay. Mm-hmm. And also for the mental thing. I was, I, when, when, after we had Roni for about a month, I was really fighting my head because, you know, we'd have real, so we go, to, so sometimes we go to like these three-day barrel races. We'd have really nice, consistent runs Friday and Saturday. And then, like, if I was sitting good for something, I would get in my head and then I would tip and then, so... And that, but you just kind of gotta push them out, and it's like Tyson Turfy. You just gotta fake it till you make it. Like you're gonna, like just tell yourself you're gonna go out and win this, and you just you know try harder. And, you know. Yeah, you don't. You know you. So you would kind of put some pressure on yourself um, by that third day because mm-hmm. a lot of times you would tip on that third day. Yeah. And um, and so you know you gotta. We spoke with an on an earlier episode with Ty Hillman about you know basically not choking in a pressure situation, and so you know one of his suggestions is focus on what you can control on, or what you can control. And so a lot of times if you tipped, it was usually second barrel, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. And so she she'd get just a little shorter running into the wall. And so um, a lot of times, if anybody would hear me talking to the girls, is is uh, you know we'd say well look at like yesterday look at the buck and shoots uh, on second you know to make sure because she can just get a little short Mm -hmm. and that basically just kind of pushes back your sit point and your rate point a little bit more so you drive them just a little further up into the hole and so that has seemed to work pretty well for you yeah Mm -hmm. so um you know focusing on what you can control and um that's all you can do. And, and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And, and you know, it doesn't, like I said, it doesn't mean you're a bad person or bad rider or anything like that. It just didn't work. And so, um, yeah, I think that's a very good point of making sure that you just focus on, on things within your control and, um, just keep trying to do your best. That's all we can do. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thanks for joining us again today. Um, And uh, we will have more content coming out um, soon. We have, uh, we're going to visit with a chiropractor. um, Flash Barrel Racer. Yeah. And um, and then we have um, more doctors that we're visiting with. And uh, the girls think that stuff is kind of boring and their eyes glaze over. But Hopefully, um, it's all good information that everybody, um, if you need it, if you're having foot pain or knee pain, um, it is good information to talk about. If you're not having it, just scroll on and come back to it when you do have those kinds of pains. So, anyways. Listen um, to the fun stuff with us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Ty. Yes, yes. The Ty Hillman one is a great episode for uh, mental toughness. He's he's a great guy, does a wonderful job um, with his coaching. And um, so that one is a go-to for sure. I, I even listen to that one multiple times because there's always more I, nuggets. Just, yeah. I get out of it. I agree. Yeah. So, all right. Thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you later. Bye. 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 Hey, thanks for joining us today. If you have any more questions about what we talked about today, uh, feel free to reach out to us on social media. You can find us on Facebook at Pearson Physical Therapy or Pivot Point Equine. We're also on Instagram. So, 
reach out, give us a direct message, and we'd be happy to get back to you. Also, if you loved what you heard, then give us a five-star rating uh, that helps others find us. And if you're not going to give us a five-star rating, well, just move on. Thank you very much.